It's the Bluegrass Basketball Podcast, back again for our sixth episode. With me is my partner, John Moore, and I'm Kayla Vanhoos. Just want everybody to know that we are starting our podcast at 11.15 p.m. on Sunday night, and we both have to work tomorrow. But we didn't want to let our loyal listeners down, and we wanted to be able to have our podcast available to you all tomorrow, as we always do, Super Bowl Sunday. We take no days off here at Bluegrass Basketball. We are here to brighten your week. So week six, here we go. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. You know, uh, even though I'm kind of sad that Tom Brady lost, um, pressing on so everybody can have the things that they want to hear. Um, the state tournament draw happened this week. We've got a ton of things to talk about. So we'll open up with that. Well, before we open up with that, I do want to I want to say last week we were talking about the girls all A and we were talking about um, Murray had won that and all that. Right. I said that Macy Turley was Curtis Turley's granddaughter. I'm wrong. He's he is her uncle, so Macy is Curtis's niece. So I was probably trying to date Curtis a little bit more. Than so you made so you made Curtis older than he actually was. Right. Sorry, right. Curtis. We love yeah, you anyway. So, but I just want to own up to that. You know. Um, that I've made that mistake. So if, if we misspeak or something like that, you know, it's not intentional. Just let us know. We'll, we'll make sure and go back and fix that. So, but anyway, hey, that, we, was, that was We call thing. each other out all the time, so just join the club, yeah, you know. no doubt. No, no big no deal. Doubt. So let's go ahead with the, the big news of the week. Basically, the state tournament draw happened on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, we, we had a couple predictions correct, but I think that there was – I mean, I wasn't really surprised about who the 11th drew, but at least it wasn't, you know, the same as it has been recently, so. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody around the state <laughs> in 14 regions is pretty excited, while there's two regions that really aren't. But, you know, I've, the 11th and the 7th drew each other, and, you know, there's two, there's two, you know, thoughts here. There's the whole like, oh man, this is terrible. The two two of the highest ranked teams in the whole state are gonna play each other in the first round and then mm-hmm. there's the whole other side of it where, you know, well we don't have to worry about, you know, one of them's gonna be gone, so give somebody else a chance to maybe make a Cinderella run a little bit further than they used to. You know, the way I feel about it and I I mean I'm different because, you know, I, I grew up playing in the eleventh region and I've coached in the eleventh region for I coached in the eleventh region for nine years. It's my first time out of the eleventh. But you know, my mentality was always, you know, you're, you're going to have to beat that team anyway if you want to win it. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to rep for? Are you going to rep to say, I made it, or are you going there to win? And I know that it's not realistic that every every team that wins a regional championship is going to rep with the opportunity to win. I get that. Mm-hmm. There are obviously teams that are better. But I just think that it's, you know, I know if you look at the teams that are favored in those regions, you know, obviously the two that stand out would be Scott County and Trinity. You know, right. I don't think I don't think that Coach Hicks at Scott County or Coach Zabo at Trinity w- would be like really scared to play the other. You know what I'm saying? They play that that high level basketball against high level teams week in and week out. So that's just you know obviously you would as a basketball fan to me you know to your teams you probably would like to see that as a semifinal or a final game. Mm-hmm. But either way, it is what it is. They drew each other. There's, you know, and it may not be Scott County Trinity. There's plenty of good teams in the 11th and the 7th that could, you know, win that. But you know, that's obviously the the big thing that sticks out. But I look at the rest of the draw, and I think it's pretty even. I think it's pretty even across the board, with the exception of the 11th and the 7th drawing each other. 
I think so, too. Um, I think the so. seventh game is going to be so – it's going to be fun. But oh, then, yeah, the, then there's, a, there's that disappointment of, okay, one of these teams has to go home today. Yeah. So. But, you know, I'm just going to – you know, we talked about our personal bias before, and I'm just going to throw this out there. When I was at Dunbar and we went to the state tournament, you know, we drew the 12th region, and that year that was Mercer County. Right. And everybody knew that Dunbar and Mercer County were really the top two teams year mm-hmm. all year. And we had to play each other in the first round, unfortunately, you know, and it was one of those things that that, that was that you could have made an argument that that was a state championship game. Right. Um, you know, Bowling Green was right there, too. You know, you had, you had Dunbar, Mercer, and Bowling Green right there in that little, like, pod together. And it's like, mm-hmm. man, that's like the three best teams in the state are right there. So, but anyway, um, I just, I, I mean, it is what it is. I think, you know. Well, at the end of the day, both teams can't win it. So, you know, like you said, you have to play them and beat them anyway. Well, there is only one winner. And, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, both of those both of those regional winners, whoever wins those two regions, will go to the state tournament with the intention of winning the entire thing, not mm-hmm. just to be there. They want to get there and they want to stay there for the week. Right. So. Yep. so 13th and 14th drew each other. We're just going to go from the top of the bracket down. Um, 13th and 14th are both mountain teams, and we kind of well, yeah, we called that. I called, called that, that one. There was going to be, yeah. And it usually happens, and that's okay. But that that'll be a good matchup with those two two regions because they they both play similar styles of basketball. So right. I think I think you're going to get enjoyment, especially those people that are from the mountains coming in to watch the games. They're gonna they're gonna at least get to to see the basketball they're used to. Right. Um, and then and the next is that 11th and 7th region. Well, let's game. do this. Let's do this. Okay. You want to make you want to make predictions? Well, let's not make necessarily. Let's not maybe necessarily make predictions. But you know, week one. We talked about who the top two or three teams in each region were. Right. And things have changed, you know. So let's Definitely. just say who are the top two, three teams that, that have a chance to get to rep out of each region. How about that? Okay. So 13th and 14th. You know, for me, 13th, you look at Knox Central mm-hmm. and you look at Corbin. And I'm saying another team is South Laurel. They've got a pretty good record. You know, I've gotten a chance. To, they gave, they gave. you know, I was on the Clark. We played them last week, and they gave us a really mm-hmm. good game. They're pretty good. They're well coached. Jeff Davis has been there before, so I think Knox Central Corbin are the top two, and then, and then your dark South horse is right probably there. South Laurel. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, would you agree with that? I would. And South Laurel, they they have a great student section. They travel well, so really, I always talk about your fans being your sixth man, and that's true because people don't understand how in a close game their cheers can can kind of swing the game in your favor. So right. South Laurel traveling so well. You know, I think it can well, make a you difference. Know, I'll, I'll be real honest with you. Um, the year that they got to the state semifinals in 2016, they mm-hmm. were, you know, that's when they had Caleb Taylor and um, the other big kid, what was his name, Andrew or something. Um, that they were really good, and they, they had a great, great cheering section. They had a great community yes. support. So, that you know, I don't ever count them out. They're obviously, experience. You know, Corbin's been there before. Knox Central, that's a team that they've never really been there before. So. You know, I mean, I'll go with those three. I think those are the top three um, teams that have a chance to go to 13. And then in the 14th, I think it's a two-horse race. And really, I just don't even think it's a two-horse race. I think it's not County Central. And then if something happens, maybe Perry County can sneak in. Yeah, not County and everybody else. Uh, that's kind of how I feel about it. So I, I'm thinking and not, you know, not saying that this is set in stone or anything like that, but I think you're going to see not Central and probably not Knox County Central right there at the state tournament. I like Knox Central. Knox Central, they're my favorite out of that region. 
Markel Turner is just unreal to watch. No, no, Knox is in the 13th. You're I know that. Confused. No, okay. I'm not getting confused. I'm saying not, Knox in the 14. Okay, not 13 Knox. versus no, 14. I can't keep up with that Eastern Kentucky slang. You know, sometimes you get a little country on me. I'm Knox. <laughs> Listen, I had hoped that my seven years of living in Lexington would have taken some of this away, but it doesn't. It doesn't. You can't take it away. It just stays. Um, <laughs> Knox Central versus Knox County Central is what I'm saying in that top bracket. That's what I'm saying. Thirteen, not okay. central. Fourteen, not county central. Did okay. you understand? Did I speak clearly enough? I got you now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so we can move on. You know, we we both kind of have our clear favorite in the eleventh. Um, but I think you think that oh, I think you think that other people could win. I've been Scott County all the way. Well, but here's the thing. I think everything, you know, definitely runs through Scott County, and I think. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and I, I I wanted to kind of wait to talk about this, but since we're talking about the 11th, I think we can go ahead and talk about it. Okay. So, obviously, you know, Scott County played Bryce Station again this week. Yes. And beat them 105 to 65. Were you, did you get to go to that game? Or no, did you play we, that night? we We played that night, too. Yeah. So. But here's, here's, here's some things I want to throw out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, Cooper Robb, who is the point guard, starting point guard for Scott County, and has signed the Division One scholarship with the Charlotte, which is in Conference USA, did not play. So they took a Division One point guard off the floor right. and won by 40. I just I kind of want to know what's going on with Brian Station because I thought they were really there. This well, season. I mean, it's really tough to say. You know, that I don't want to I don't want to discount Brian Station and what they've done right. at this point because you know I mean they've lost. Oh, they've had a fantastic season. They lost twice to Scott County. Mm-hmm. They lost to an out-of-state team, and they lost to Dunbar. But when they lost to Dunbar, you know, obviously Eric Boone, who I think is a, top, is a top five guy for Mr. Basketball, was out. So right. I think that I think that went I think that lost away. But you know, I think you know you hit times during the year where you just kind of go through those you know ups and downs. And Brown mm-hmm. Station started so hot that they hadn't hit that struggle. They hadn't hit that wall yet. Right. Um, and Scott County's tough. I mean. What about a team that's lost one game and it was to an out-of-state team, you know, and they just the train keeps moving. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, Coach Hicks made a – he had a, an interesting quote in the paper after this game. He said, you know, the first time we played Brown Station, I think our coaching staff made a mistake of trying to make the game bigger than it was instead of just going out there and playing. And right. that's why – if you think about it, though, I mean, think about it this way. They were down – 40 to 28 in the first half mm-hmm. at, when they played at Bryan Station and won that game by 14. So that's a 26-point swing. From that point, from the end of the first half of the first game, they've outscored them by 66 points in two games. Wow. I mean, so I think it's easy to say Scott County is your definite runaway favorite in the 11th. But some other teams that really stick out to me, I'm going to talk about Madison Central for a minute. Okay. Because Madison Central, we talked about, you know, they beat Trinity last week. Mm-hmm. They, they had a, they had an interesting week this week. They went, they played three games this week, two on the road and one at home. Mm-hmm. So they they played at Henry Clay early in the week, right. okay, and they got beat at Henry Clay. And this is something I talked about last week was that you know nobody in that nobody in that forty second district wants to play that two three game against Henry Clay. There's a video on Twitter which I'm sure we can, you can you can get retweeted or whatever. Mm-hmm. The kid from Henry Clay, you know, they're playing Madison Central. 
they're down one. There's less than I think three, two, three seconds left in the game. Correct. They throw they throw a, a baseball pass. Kid catches it. Uh, Marquise Wark is his name. He's a sophomore. He's a pretty good player. He catches the ball at the three-point line, takes one dribble. It's kind of the Christian Leitner thing, mm-hmm. but even, like, crazier. He just kind of throws it up, and it goes in, and they win by two. Right. So, you know, Madison Central loses that game. Well, then they turn around, and they go, and they they just destroy Harrison County on the road, which Harrison's kind of been down this year compared to years past. But then they hosted Ballard, you know, mm-hmm. on Saturday night, and they beat him by 26. And Coach Renner at Ballard had an interesting tweet. He said in his 20-plus years at Ballard, it was the second worst loss he'd ever taken and the worst loss to a Kentucky team. Wow. So, you know, I mean. Was he without anybody? No, no, no. No, no, no. They got everybody at everybody. You know, Madison Central got some pretty good wins. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got some really good wins. Now. Oh, I've noticed. They lost to Scott County. They lost to Henry Clay, which was a crazy game on the road. And then Henry Clay turned around and played Scott County to within eight points. Mm-hmm. You know, Scott County beat them, you know, but it was an eight-point game. So, you know, Henry Clay's another one of those teams you look at them. And like I said, now that, now with what's happened with Brian Station losing to Scott County twice, you're going to have Henry Clay and Brian Station in a 2-3 game. And one of those two teams isn't going to go to the regional tournament. But we shouldn't have 2-3 games. We shouldn't have a 2-3 district tournament. Dude, anyway, well, so then well, I think another know, another I team love you the look at. So, oh, great! Do, so. Yeah, and then I think another team you look at in the eleventh is you know Lexington Christian. They're nineteen and six. They yeah. won like twelve in a row. They beat Lafayette, and we talked about it last week. You know they've got a chance to get. You know they're currently the three seed, but they've got a chance with these games they've got coming up to get to that one seed. Correct. So they beat Lafayette. They still have to play Catholic and Lafayette again. So if they win those three games, they're going to be the one seed. So Lexington Christian is an interesting team to look at. You know, they're the all-A state champions, so they have tournament experience already. Mm-hmm. You know, they won their district last year. They got upset by Madison Central in the region tournament last year. So I think you look at the 11th, and I think it's easy. You know, I think we can both agree that Scott County is a favorite. Right. Okay. But then I think you look at Madison Central and LCA, and there's your two kind of like – and Brian Payson, you know, mm-hmm. one of those three could upset them. So The 11th region is just so good. So I mean, brutal. Brutal, they they have been good time and time again, but this year it's just beyond unreal. So I mean, really, you know, I think you're right about LCA. Um, you'll be surprised about what I've got to say about them later. But you know, um, after we talk about the eleventh region, now you got your Scott County. Seventh. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about the seventh. Um, I mean, I think it's Trinity and Ballard, and then and everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, Ballard took, Ballard took a tough loss to Madison Central, which, I mean, it's not really anything to be upset about. I think the margin probably sticks out more than anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Trinity lost to Madison Central. They didn't have a pal kid. We talked about that last week. I look at my, I look at Ballard, and they're 18-5. and five. So, you know, they, they've lost some games. They haven't lost a lot of games, and they've played teams tough. You know, Ballard lost to Scott County by six. They lost to Cubcats by ten. You know, they lost to Madison Central. They lost to Butler by four. So they don't get, you know, it's not like they're not right there. They, you know, they haven't played Trinity. They don't play Trinity this year. So that would be a team, you know, they would match up with them, mm-hmm. obviously, probably in a region semifinals or finals. And that would be an interesting game to watch, too. I think that they could play each other well. Um, so, like we said, Trinity, Ballard, then kind of everybody else in the seventh, that 12th and 4th game, 
Oh, man, the 12th is so interesting to me this year. I think the 4th, let's just talk about the 4th first because it's not really too much. We've talked about it all year. It's Warren Central and Bowling Green. Right. One of those, one of those two teams is going to come out. Um, so, you know. I'm going to give it to sorry, Warren Central. I'm not sorry. Counting. Yeah, I am too. I'm going to give it to Warren Central right now. I know I'm Bowling not Green counting out Bowling Green by any means because they can still do it. Mm-hmm. But I think Warren Central just has the best cast as far as, you know, getting there and getting it done. So. Yeah, well, I just, you know. I don't want to put any shade on anybody else in the fourth region, and you know it's not that we're not trying to talk about you guys, but it's mm-hmm. like somebody step up. Mm-hmm. Come on now, I mean Barron County's got a kid that's pretty good, the Derek Coomer kid. He's pretty good, so Barron, you know, maybe they have a chance to do it. But other than that, I don't really know if anybody, you know, Clinton County won all the way down there, but I just don't think any of those teams. Can really everybody else has been kind of so quiet this year. You're not, yeah. you're not here a lot. I think it's, I think it's Warren Central to lose. So, but so, out of twelve. The 12th is interesting to me because there's some teams in there you look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Mercer County, obviously with Trayvon Faulkner, and they're playing ridiculously good basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Corbin like a drum Saturday over at Lafayette, um, and that's the second time they beat Corbin. You know, you know Andrew Taylor played. You know, he had missed some games, but he played, and, and you know, Mercer County – has just been so Corbin yeah. has Andrew Taylor back. Yeah, he's playing. He has okay. three games. Okay. But Mercer, I look at Mercer. They're nineteen four. They lost at Knox Central, which we mm-hmm. talked about as a good team. They lost at they lost to Walton Jerome and to King of the Bluegrass, which obviously we know is you know a good team. They were yes. runner up in the All A. They lost to LCA and King of the Bluegrass, which is a good team. And then they lost at Corbin early in the season at the Cumberland Falls Invitational. So right. they they've returned the favorite to Corbin, you know, and they beat them. So I think I think that it's I think Mercer is a slight favorite because mm-hmm. they have what I think is the best player, um, and they've got some pretty impressive wins. But then you look at Pulaski County, which is Somerset a team, too, man. They well, you know, Somerset, Pulaski, Somerset twenty one and four. They are so. they are, and Pulaski County, mm-hmm. you know. They've got Fitzgerald and but and Stephen Fitz. If, if it wasn't for Trayvon Faulkner, I think Stephen Fitzgerald would be the runaway player of the year in the twelfth. You know, he signed with Stanford. He's going mm-hmm. to play for Coach Padgett. He's really good. Now they played a game last weekend. Um, Pulaski did over at Estill County, and Fitzgerald got thrown out of the game, so he had to sit out two games this week. So Pulaski goes to Mercer. I'm sorry, Mercer goes to Pulaski and plays this week. No Fitzgerald. And it's 86-84. So without their best player, they still were within two of Mercer, who I think is the runaway favorite. Well, not runaway, but is the slight favorite. So, you know, Pulaski gets Fitzgerald back. Mm-hmm. The regional tournament is at Pulaski County. So, you know, I think that – I think Mercer and Pulaski are the two teams. But then you look at Somerset, 21-4. Mm-hmm. I think you look at Boyle, Boyle County, 14-5. and And Boyle County is a team – that, you know, early in the season, you know, they obviously they won the state championship in football. Right. So they don't have all their guys hundred percent. I mean they have their guys but they're not in basketball shape and, mm-hmm. and you know all that. But all, you and I both all, know that those football guys take until about this yeah, time to actually right, be in place. No doubt. So well you look at their law I look at Boyle County's losses and they lost two games in the first two weeks of the season and they were to Bryan Station at Bryan Station mm-hmm. and they at L C A. So that's I mean that's pretty that's too that's two reasonable losses. Mm-hmm. And then since then, they've only lost three games. And, you know, they lost to Pulaski when Pulaski was full strength. 
They lost to Mercer. And, I, and you know, I, I'm a big believer in head-to-head. Mm-hmm. Like, you play the game, you know, I just think if somebody beats you head-to-head, which is another conversation we'll have when we get to a different region, I just think you have to rank that team above them if records are similar. Now, right. if, you get, if you get upset, obviously that's a different story. But, you know, but I think I think in the 12th it's Mercer and Pulaski, but I think, mm-hmm. Boyle, I think Boyle's right there, mm-hmm. and I think Somerset's right there. So, you know, that's an interesting region because Pulaski – and Somerset, I believe, are in the same district. So one of those two right. will come out as a runner-up. Mm-hmm. And, and so, opposite ends of the right. bracket. So so somebody, you know, and, and then you got Mercer and Boyle, who are obviously in different districts. So it's going to be interesting to see how that thing gets drawn out. Right. Um, but I, I want to say Mercer slightly ahead of Pulaski. And then Pulaski's a definite two, and then Boyle and Somerset are right there with those two. Right. Um, you know, I'm also a big fan of Boyle County. You know, they won our um, fan section of the year award last year. They even got a trophy mm-hmm. in the trophy case. You know, they travel well. Um, I'm big on that. You know, you'll hear me time and time again talk about student section because I think kids should have something to be proud of and support their teams, you know, all that good stuff. And Boyle County is one of those that stands out to me. So if nothing else, a close game could, you know, be carried by their fans. You know, they're they're really supportive. They that's that's just what they do. So, you know, I don't think there's a clear favorite in the twelfth. I think you're right. But um but Mercer County's kinda of shining more than everybody else right now. Well I think the best way to say it is I think Mercer will win it. Mm-hmm. But if Mercer Pulaski, Boyle or Somerset won it, I wouldn't be you know, I wouldn't be totally surprised. Shocked. We would call it an yeah. upset, you know. No, I really wouldn't because I think those four – but I think those four teams are, you know, above the rest. So, I mean, hopefully we get a semifinal situation where it's those four teams would be great. But I'm, that I'm sure be cool. that somebody will draw somebody in the first round. So <laughs> Probably. Um, okay, we'll move on. 15th and 5th, they drew each other. Um, mm-hmm. the 15th, I'll, let you, I'll let you handle the 15th. Okay, well, it's weird to me this year. I've watched a lot of 15th region games. Um, you guys saw me in the stands a lot. I don't, you know, of course I love Johnson Central. I don't really feel like it's our year. Um, it could be Pikeville, but Pikeville also got beat very badly by Floyd Central. And if I'm being truthful, what I saw Saturday night from Johnson Central versus Sheldon Clark was a totally different team. And if any of you out there know anything about Tommy McKenzie, it's that he's a fantastic X's and O's guy. And if he doesn't quite have the talent to do it, he's going to find a way to manufacture wins. So I'm not counting Johnson Central out, but what I'm saying is the clear favorite to me is still Pikeville or Floyd Central. So I think you'll see either one of those maybe win the 15th, but not Mm -hmm. counting out your Shelby Valleys or your, you know, or your Johnson Central because the 15th is kind of an even playing field. You and I have talked about this a lot. It's just there's no, there's no clear, you know, king of the mountain here. So, that's that's my thoughts on the fifteenth. I've watched a lot of it. Um, I got some thoughts on the fifth too. I really think. I do that too. I really. I, I want to say. Know. Let me say before we get to that. Okay. Um, I know you're the fifteenth. You 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 know. I'm I'm the eleventh guy. You're the fifteenth. Yeah. So um, I I do think Pikeville. You know. I would go with Pikeville because they've been there. They won it last year. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of those guys back. But like you said, I wouldn't be surprised for Central or even somebody like Johnson Central or. Somebody else kind of, you know, Paintsville. Simply playing, Johnson Central. Paintsville, Paintsville, Paintsville playing, playing fantastic. 
Yeah. So, you know, um, but I think it's a two-horse race, but I, I would go. If it was me and I had to pick right now, I'm going to go with Pikeville. If it were me and I had to pick right now, I would say Pikeville. But it's just it's one of those things where you don't want to count these other people out because, like I said, I gave Tommy McKenzie props. He's probably one of your better coaches that, I, that I've witnessed. As far as, like, this style of basketball, you know, I've seen plenty that are, you know, great in Central Kentucky. But when it comes to this guard mountain basketball, he really knows it and does it well because that's what he did and he played in college, all that good stuff, you know. Right. But but I think he's got some some competition with Elisha Justice because he's got, Elisha's got these kids to buy into his system too. So, again, we're saying Pikeville because they seem to be the clear favorite, but we're saying also that anybody could win it. Right. I, I watched Paintsville on Tuesday, and, you know, Landon Sloan has them playing really well, too. They're and there's really another guy, team. another guy like Elijah, who played yeah. in the state tournament. You know, yep. He's been he's there. been so. there, yep. And Paintsville kind of comes from a history of greatness in basketball anyway, so I, I don't. Oh, God, just say it. We know, J.R. I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying it. He's the greatest Landon. basketball player ever to play. We know. No, he's not. He's the greatest to come from the mountains. Anyway, um, even better than King Kelly. No. Oh, oh! <laughs> did I just cause problems at home? No, you didn't. Um, he he <laughs> would actually not say that he was better than King Kelly either. But they give each other a hard time about their rebound record and you know all that stuff because because Jr. Well, and King Kelly hold a lot of the same records. It's kind of a funny know, conversation. Rumor, rumor! I've always heard that King Kelly's girlfriend was the one that kept the stats back in the day. Away. Well, I think that he's told me that before too. But I, I'm not discounting anything he's done because. Well, let me tell you, I want to say something about that. We talked about stats. Okay. There's, there's still people today, and we've got the best stat information in the world possible. we got people that can keep stats on every single form of technology. There's still people that lie about stats. Oh, I know. I watch film of the team, and there's, I look at the stats, and somebody's supposedly got 15 rebounds, and I'm watching the film. I'm like, okay, yeah, I, got, oh, I, got, no. I got I got for six right now. But, but anyway, that's just I, – I think it's funny. Uh, I'm with you on that. that. Speaking of that, I actually want to give a shout-out to the statistician for Johnson Central because Clint Hackney is one of the best to do it. He's just a numbers guy, kind of a genius when it comes to that, and he will, He doesn't He doesn't fudge the stats. So, well, I mean, the man, the man has printouts for radio, for the score table, for everybody that needs it yeah. every single quarter. I mean, he, he carries a printer and a laptop to every game. I commend him for it. Clint Hatton. Clint Hatton. He is. All right. So we talked about the 15th. Let's go to the 5th. Before you before you stop me, I'm going to say I love John Harden again. <laughs> you know, I was kind of week one and oh, two. I, I, I was loving John Harden then. Listen, let me. Listen. I just want to. Oh, man. I just have so many opinions on the 5th region. Because okay. I get Apparently like, you're not I happy listen. with my John no, Harden. No, no, no. I have no problem with the John Harden. Okay. I just get a lot. I have, I guess, you know, I have, a, I told you last week, I have a friend that's a LaRue County supporter. I gotcha. And they give me grief because they think that we talk about John Harden too much. Oh, I'm sorry. But here's the thing that I, here's the thing, like, actually, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let you make your, you talk to me about the fifth and then I'm going to talk about it. So you go no, ahead. I'm done. I, all I wanted to say before you interrupted me was that I'm back on the John Harden bandwagon. Okay. There's a couple of seats beside of me if anybody wants to join. So, <laughs> well, I just want to—I want to clarify something because okay. I've had people, especially my Larue County friends, accuse me of having a favorite. I don't care who wins the fifth region. I tell you right now, I wanted Caverna to win it before they got rid of my boy Josh Davis, and there was no chance Caverna was going to win it. So I don't care who wins any region, but the region I coach in. Okay, 
I right. don't care. I don't and care hopefully it's you. I don't, well, I don't. We will get to the 10th when we get to the 10th. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm looking at LaRue County, okay, and they're 21-2. and two. Right. And my friend is very upset that LaRue County is ranked behind John Harden. And this is all I'm going to say, okay? Mm-hmm. You can make all the arguments you want. And I know you're a homer, and people, you're allowed to be homers, and you're allowed to have your favorite team. Cause we and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that LaRue County can't win the fifth. I think they very well could be winners of the fifth. They, you I know, would they be play, surprised if they, they beat. I, I said last week, LaRue County, if you want me to respect you, you need to beat Adair County. And they yeah. beat them. Now, they were up like 40 at the half, and yeah. I think with six minutes to go, it was an eight-point game because Zion got hot. But they ended up stretching it out, and I think they won by 15 or 16. But here's my thing. I look at LaRue County, and I look at their schedule, and I know that I'm not saying anything about the kids. You play the schedule yet. But they play two teams that I would look at that are considered to be ranked ahead of them, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's John Harden right. and Scott County. Right. John Harden beat him 20. Mm-hmm. Now, the game is at John Harden, and I know it's on the road and whatever, but you're still in the fifth region, and you saw the same officials you're going to have in the fifth region. Right. And then Scott County beat him by almost 38 points at Scott County. Listen, LaRue County, I got nothing to love for you, okay? Hey, they so, stepped up when you asked them to be the Dare County. They did. They did. I'm, I'm happy for you. you. You're doing great things. And, and you know what? If it'll make my friend in LaRue County happy that they win the region, then win the region. But I am not going to sit here and rank you ahead of a team that beat you by 20 and has played a significantly more difficult schedule than you have. Now, that's, I will that's say schedule this. Matters. I will it say matters. this. LaRue County does finish the season on the road at E-Town, which will be a test, and then they host Warren Central. So that'll be good. Now, I think it's John. If I had to pick right now who's going to win the fifth, I'm going to go with John Harden. So you're going to sit beside me on the bandwagon? Because I'm here. No, I'm not on a bandwagon. I'm just, <laughs> just going to say, I think it was a little bit. What's the word I'm looking for? I think you were out of your depth putting them in the top five in the state when you did. I'm sorry. But, I love but them so much. I, if I have to pick but right now, I'm going, I'm going John Harden's a favorite in the fifth until LaRue can show me that they can beat him. And then I got LaRue second, and then E-Town is right there third. Because now, E-Town and John Harden split. And that's another thing, you know, like they're, they're rivals. They're in the same district, you know, whatever. So that's right. a big rivalry. They're in the same town. So, you know, LaRue County, I hope you win the region so y'all get off my back. But I really do think that it's John Harden. I think John Harden just slightly above LaRue because they do have the head-to-head win. Now, that game was played in December, so it's been almost two months. You know, it's been a while. And I don't know – I'm not sure – I don't know where they host the region in the fifth. I know it's been at Nelson County before. I think it kind of fluctuates from schools in each district this year. But but I think John Harden would be the favorite – with LaRue a close second and then mm-hmm. E-Town third, and then I'll go a dare fourth because they have Zion. So if he gets hot one night, you know, he can right. carry his team. So. I have a statement to make towards LaRue County. I hope you win, so I'll have one more reason to make fun of John. That's all I'm saying. No, it's just and, – and this is – this. can I get to my rant? Uh, this is part of my rant. Like okay. these people don't look at computer rankings and get mad. They're yep. computers, people. Computers aren't real people. Okay, they're machines, mm-hmm. and the Lexington Herald has the Cantrell ratings, and the Little Courier Journal has the Lindenhouse ratings. Now, these are 
computer-based program, so they just put numbers into the program and they spit it out a ranking. These aren't yes. people that are voting on this. These aren't and sometimes that computer, that computer hasn't gone to your game and watched you play. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. The Lindenhouse rankings, they kind of skew towards Louisville teams. The Cantrell rankings, they skew towards Lexington teams. It's always been that way, okay? And they put up there's – a, there's a formula that goes like – if I'm and, and somebody, if you're listening to me, and I'm and I say this wrong, correct me because I don't know if it's 100 percent right or not. But I'm pretty sure that the ranking, the Littenhouse rankings and the Cantrell rankings, kind of also um, use factors from previous seasons, like the season before. They do going into like, for example, beginning of the year this year, in the Cantrell ratings, which is the Lexington Herald one. Dunbar is in the top twenty-five. That's ridiculous. Ain't no way Dunbar's top twenty-five team. But I think I think if I'm not wrong, that that starts to kind of fall off after the season kind of right, right. Progresses. So, but what I'm saying is like, you know, don't people don't get all upset on computer rankings because well, they don't mean nothing. Formula. Everybody it's a hates formula. Math, yeah. So. And, I, and the last time I checked, there's not a computer at your game watching you play. So don't get upset. Except for maybe ranks. Clint Hackney because he's well, basically a computer. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't get upset if your team is ranked lower than somebody else in the lit rankings or the cancer rankings right. because it's a freaking computer. Yes. It, it, I'm going to say this, a machine. Stop getting <laughs> tore up because um, it just drives me up a freaking wall. I think the most accurate ratings we have, are the AP rankings, and they only rank top ten. They only do the top ten, and it's by people that write. You know, it's by newspaper writers in each section of the state. Well, I don't really, I don't really know why you would need anything other than a top ten or twenty-five, or you know, there's no, there's no feasible way to do the entire state. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you can look at you look at those computer rankings right now, and of the top twenty-five, there's probably ten to twelve teams that are all in the eleventh or the seventh. Yep. So guess what? Only two of those teams are going to state tournament. So you have hope, guys. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, don't, but just don't get upset over with cancer ratings. So anyway, we got our 15th and 5th. Let's move on to the next one. 2nd and 10th. Uh, in the 2nd, I think it's a three-horse race, and they're all in the same district. Christian, uh, Hop- Christian County, Hopkinsville, and University Heights. Christian County beat Hopkinsville last mm-hmm. week. We talked about it. So I think Christian County is the favorite. You know, I like Coach, Christian County so Coach Stovall, much. Coach Stovall won yes. the championship. He's obviously got tons of experience. So I think that will be the thing that carries them through is Coach Stovall and his been there mentality. So Well, and, you know, and, and Coach Hayworth at, at Hopkinsville, he went to like three or four straight mm-hmm. or five or six, you know, so it's not like he doesn't have experience. I just think, you know, it's another one of those things where it's a top-heavy region. Um, with those three teams. I it think is, and unfortunately, Heights, they're in the same district. That's yeah, that's what... I think University Heights is kind of taking a step back, but, you know... Mm-hmm. That can but how about that 2-3 game in that district? We shouldn't have 2-3 games, Caleb. I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I forgot. I, I should anyway, know my place. <laughs> you know, evidently, there's only four reach, There's only four districts in the state of Kentucky where 2-3 games matter, but I, I think we've already talked about that could be very important, but we shouldn't the have them. Game's always my favorite. We shouldn't have them mm. anyway. But uh, we so have yeah. we have several people around the state that want to eliminate district tournaments, and and to me, I don't understand that. But that's an argument I think we're we'll we're always going to be having. I'm just kind of over it at this point. We still have our district tournaments, and I'm happy for it. Right. Um, how about the tenth? What do you think? Oh, man, it's tough. I told you, I've, I've said this before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't really like to talk much about 
the team I coach because I don't want to really get too much into that. But I will I say about the 10th, I think but today you get a home is, match, so. it is between, I think there's four teams, maybe five, that have a realistic chance to win. I think it's very open. I think you can talk about Clark County, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think Campbell County, you know, Campbell beat Clark. They beat us. I yep. call it early in the season, so, you know, I'm a big head-to-head guy. So, like I said before, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. But you guys are on a roll. You're no, on a huge win streak right now. What? No, but, I mean, no, you're allowed. This is your this is your free pass right now. I'm not. I'm not well, let I'm me not talk about it then because you guys are on how many wins? Ten win streak, something like that, something crazy, ten or eleven. Um, you're playing good. You beat a pretty good South Laurel. You beat Mason County by by a lot, and and I know that Mason County isn't as strong as they have been in the past, but Mason County, you know, a win is still good. Um, I think that you guys are in the mix. I really do. Oh, no, I and, think well, I'll say that. I think we're yeah. definitely in the mix. I think it's it's Campbell County, Clark County. Mm-hmm. I think then you look at Pendleton County, yeah. and you look at Camp, you look at Scott High there, mm-hmm. who is in the same district as. Um, Campbell, so you know they'll be coming out. Right. And I think, I think you still got to look at Paris. I think Paris is good enough. I mean, I think they are. I really, I, think, I really do think Paris is good enough. While it's not the same type of basketball as the fifteenth, I think you're in a similar situation where it could be any any four of these teams. Yeah. On you, don't, you know, you don't want to you don't want to count out Mason because they host the regional tournament. Right, and at so. Mason County is always harder. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I just, I'm going to give you guys an advantage though because I love my man Bob that keeps books for you all. Bob loves um, chili dogs because every time we check the stat, the book after the game, there's chili dog sauce on every game. <laughs> like really, you can go back to our whole season and every game there's a chili dog exchange. Oh, I believe it, my man Bob Green. I worked for him when I was in college. So well, Bob Green works for chili dogs. Pretty easy. <laughs> hey, you don't have to fight him. Just give him chili no. dogs. No, I think we have a chance. I'm not going to say that we don't. You know, I, I think, you know, you look at it, you know, Clark's 22-3, and three, Campbell's 20-4, Pendleton's 19-5, and five, mm-hmm. Paris is 17-6, and six, and Scott is 16-7. and seven. So, On a side note, John, I want you to find out for me how many years Bob Green has kept booked for Clark County. Okay. I want to know that. I'll find out. Okay. It's been a while, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I know it is. All right. Um, We're going to move on. Um, eighth and first play each other. Mm. Eighth is an interesting region to me because I think if everybody was healthy, then Walton or Verona would be the easy pick. Uh-huh. But they're still good. They're still good enough to win it. Yes. Um, I think Collins is good enough to win it. I think Oldham County is good enough to win it. So I think it's one of those three teams. Simon Kenton's a dark horse. Simon Kenton some plays some good basketball some too. You know, I got to see them this year, and I was happy about it. But the reason you told me I was happy about it is because they play like we do, and I'll agree with that. The eighth region has a similar style as your mountain teams, and I like it. So let me tell you, let me tell you what the eighth region does. And I'm an eighth region. I'm, a, I'm an old school eighth region hater. Are you? Because when I well, because when I played at Franklin County and Coast there. Oh, you're you know, supposed it, to hate them. Okay. No, 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 no. It's not that I'm supposed to hate, but we played a lot of eighth region teams because geographically we're close to those teams, so we mm-hmm. border each other. Mm-hmm. So the, the the way that they play basketball in the eighth region is they foul you every time down the floor because they know that the refs can't call every foul. Right. So it's just they gonna foul you down there. That's now. exactly how but, it works. Physically. But anyway, yeah, I think if I had to pick somebody in the eighth right now, mm-hmm. I would go Walton Verona, 
and then I think Collins and Oldham are 1B and 1C. Yeah, Collins is playing really good right now, too, and I love, you know, I've said this time and time again, I love teams that keep in touch with us and let us know what's going on, and Collins does not hesitate to let us know wins, losses, what's up, you know. Right. I like that. So um, yeah. they've got a good team. They're 18 and 6 right now. I, I wouldn't count them out either. And if I could, I would love to attend the 8th region tournament. Yeah, Henry County is a great place to go watch some basketball. Yeah, it's my favorite gym. All right, now um, we've got the 8th and the 1st. The 1st. So, I think the 1st is a three-team race as well. McCracken County, Paducah, Tillman, mm-hmm. and Mayfield. I think those three teams are your favorites. I made a um, statement about Tillman early on to somebody else, and and they were just like, I don't know, they're kind of second well, guessing it. But I, but I think nah, I think they're in the conversation. Jay, you know, Jerome Reed is really good. Yeah. He plays for them. Um, and you know, Mayfield, they got a nice team. Mayfield beat your favorite team. That they beat John Harden, which is your favorite team, evidently. But it is. Um, but yeah. um, you know, I think that's a, I think that's the three teams. Those three teams have a good chance. McCracken's been there recently. You know, they've been there. Tillman, historically, one of the better teams in the first region. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayfield, you know, obviously they're a small square class A, but they've been pretty good this year. So I think it's one of those three teams. Um, I'm not really sure anybody can really challenge those three. So I'm going to say one of those three. If I had to pick, I'd probably go Tillman because I think they just have more athletes and and just get after you a little bit differently. And I think they have guys that can take over games and when you need that. So Right. Okay, um, and I just want to clarify. Sometimes my top five has has teams in it that I um, I like, not necessarily that I think might be the top five in the state. Because John makes fun of me for this, but I, I want, once in a while a top, I pick with uh, a top five I pick with my five. feelings. I pick with my feelings. I'm allowed. I like Good this team. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have feelings. You don't. It's okay. Um, we'll move on to the next part of the bracket. Third and up. So. Well, the third is another region that has the three favorites are on the same district. In the same district, yes. Um, we talked about Owensboro, Owensboro Catholic, and um, Davis County. So, you know, I think Owensboro has the best player and the best coach. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, that's a pretty easy formula. Now, they may not even be out of the district. You know, those are all rivalry games. So Good, good possibility. You know, it could go either way. And, and, you know, but Owensboro Catholic, you know, it's hard to tell I me mean, who's the better – it's hard to say Rod Drake's a better coach than Tim Riley or Tim Riley's a better coach than Rod Drake. They both, you know, won so championships good. and won regional mm-hmm. championships, you know. So, um, but, yeah, I think I think I'll, if I had to pick, I would probably go with Owensboro right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just – I think the Gardner kid is a really, really good guard, and you got to have really good guard play to win things, like the regional tournament. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Owensboro on third. What about you? Yeah, I'm going with Owensboro, too, but, again, I'm picking with my feelings. And, you know, my buddy Corky Withrow, his his grandkids go there. So that's that's why they're getting my nod over in the past. <laughs> See, this is what I like about you. You don't pick based on who you think is the better team. You pick based on, like, oh, I know somebody from yes. this school, and I like them, so I want them to win. I'm pulling for them. I'm, I'm a homer from Paducah to Pikeville, so – I think I think it's refreshing though. Because this is why this is why we get one star rankings ratings on our podcast. No, that was too much of a home when we got these. There's probably somebody from Larue County getting on there right now, giving me a one star because I won't tell them they're the best team in the state. That's okay, but that's that's you getting us a one star. Our one star was from the audio, and we've actually we're having 
I'm having connection difficulties over here in Eastern Kentucky with my cell phone, so it's the audio That's because you live in the place that Tom forgot, but that's okay. It's true, but I live in downtown Paintsville, so you would think it would be a little better. Somebody but, call Bill. Somebody call Bill Mike. He can fix that problem. Yeah, let me let me talk to to Bill Mike Runyon. He's our mayor, and I'm gonna see if we can get this this cell phone <laughs> service improved. Um, <laughs> but yes, I do pick with my feelings sometimes. It's a good it's good though because you're going with your gut a little bit. Owensboro over Ocas just because I like a couple of kids that go there. Nothing wrong with that, right? So there you go. And I think people enjoy hearing your technical perspective and then hearing my um, amazingly charming perspective. So so basically you think people enjoy hearing my facts compared to your feelings, but that's cool. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I said they enjoyed both. It appeals to two different types of people. Yeah. And, and I like how you ignored the fact that I just called myself um, amazingly charming. Anyway, moving on. No, nothing for me to say about that. No. So anyway, the ninth and the yeah. third. Said about the, the ninth, I think, is Cubcast and Cooper. So. Yeah, I think Cubcast. I've thought Cubcast forever. I think right now it's Cubcast. They, they just, you know, they recently beat Cooper, and they're playing really, really well right now. And, you know, the thing about Cubcast is something, you know, we talked about Scott County having mm-hmm. one loss this year. They lost to Archbishop Moeller out of Ohio, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. I think the captain beat Archbishop Moeller. That's a pretty good win. You know, they're yeah. the top 25 team in the country. So I think that's an interesting that's an interesting statement there. I think um, – And Cubcast coach, they've been there. Um, yeah, I they want to state championship. So. I think then um, he, he had Nick that was his son as a senior on the team. Yeah, and his youngest he have, son. Yeah, his youngest son on the team. I senior, yeah. So maybe it's just fate, right? Maybe. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the sixth region. They play the 16th. Okay. Um, thanks for coming, 16th. That's mean, isn't it? <laughs> it is mean. I, um, I think Ashland and Boyd County in the 16th, we talked about that. I think so, too, but I'm I'm giving favor to Ashland. Me, too. Just their traditions and they're playing really good right now. Um I think things like that matter, and I'm, you know, I live in the 15th. I've been to 16th region games a few times, and it it has nothing to do with anybody that I like or care for at Ashland. I just, uh, for once, think that Ashland's the better team here. Um, so I think you'll yeah, see I them. Think I, I think I think, I think Ashland. I think Boyd County has some really like head scratching losses to me, whereas Ashland has a loss to Clark County, which is obviously a decent team. Mm-hmm. A loss to Boyd, but they've beaten Boyd twice, and that's you know a rivalry. So their losses to me don't stick out as much as some of the losses that Boyd County has, which just tells me that Boyd County can show up and lay an egg some nights, and teams like that are dangerous to pick. Yes. I, while I, like I've said before, I think Boyd County, obviously they've beaten Ashland, so they can do it. I think they it. could do it. Like they, they've done it. They get time they yeah. can do it, but. I think Ashland is, is is the pick right now for the six. They're your consistent winner, is is what I think you're trying to say. You know, they yeah. they consistently come out and they play the same just about every game. It's not up and down roller coaster kind of thing. And we'll right. talk about the six region. We've talked about them off and on um, the last couple of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. We're showing Butler ranks number one just by win loss records, twenty one two. I wouldn't put Fern Creek out of that mix. But I just you know, can't figure them out. You know, here's the thing: they started the season off so well. They won the mm-hmm. Key Bluegrass, and they went to that. You know, went to Arby's Classic, and they had they lost a couple games, and then mm-hmm. 
they had, you know, they had the injury bug hit them, they had the sickness bug hit them, you know, and I, I know that I, from what I've been told that I think that they finally have got everybody healthy again. And, you know, they got, they got two D1 guards. So, you know, I think that I'm not going to count them out. They did go to the state semifinals last year. I think that they were the preseason favorite. I think at the time that they won the team of the Bluegrass, I think they were the favorite in the state at that point. You know, because they just beat Trinity. And so I think you talk about Fern Creek, you can't count them out. I think they're, it's, I think it's a three-team race. I think it's Butler, Fern Creek, and Dolph. So, you know, that's just my opinion. I think Dolph is really good, too. I think Stephon Franklin's really good. <laughs> he plays for Dolph, you know. He was he started as a sophomore on that team that was state runner-up. And mm-hmm. He's really good. So. I think he's proved himself, for sure. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, well, you know, like you said, thanks for playing 16th. I hate being that way, but that's just kind of such a one-sided matchup. Look, and you know what, Ashland, if you get there and you beat Fern Creek or you beat Butler or you beat It's not Ball, impossible. Good for, I hope you do it. Good for you. Yeah. Prove me wrong. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's tough. that's tough. That's that tough. is a tough draw, and, they, and I think they know it. But I also think that if they actually came and upset that sixth region team, that they would have one of the largest followings throughout the tournament. So I kind of would like for it to happen because I like good crowds. Um, you know, that's just where I'm at with that mindset. So we're saying 16th Ashland, and then six, you got a couple that could win it. Well, I think, and, and the six is another region a lot like the 11th and the 7th, mm-hmm. where if you win that region, you come out of that thing with the opportunity to win the whole thing. Yes, I agree with that. So, you know, um but yeah, that's our state tournament draw. We kind mm-hmm. of through. And we kind of. I don't mean we, to ramble. We didn't really mean to ramble, but I think we needed to get back to talking about each region because we haven't really done that since the first week. Right, so. and you know, we had kind of discussed doing region overviews, and I think we, I think we covered that with our mm-hmm. state tournament draw, and we talked about your big wins with uh, Madison Central. So um, I'm kind of wanting to, yeah, I'm kind of wanting to talk about you, your Mister and Miss Basketball. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll your thoughts. Yeah. Now, what do you want to know? What do you want my thoughts? What's, I, what thoughts of mine? I don't know if I want your thoughts right now, but no, uh, kind of who you think the front runner right now? Um, I think the front runner. I think the front runner is Trayvon Faulkner from Mercer County. Um, you know, as a coach, I get a vote and yeah. I get a nomination. You know, I got to nominate five people, and well, I, I, I get, get, I get I one get too because I'm a member of the media. So right, yeah. So I do get a vote. Um, I think with what all Trayvon has done in his career mm-hmm. and with what all Trayvon has done this season, and there's still, you know, two, three weeks left of the regular season. So I think Trayvon is my pick right now. Right. I think if I, you know, if you want to hear, you know, I think you got to talk about Adam Kunkel at Cooper. I think you got to talk about, um, you know, Mickey Pearson and John Harden. Good. Uh, I think you got to talk about the Mickey Pearson with uh, two thousand points and a thousand rebounds. Recently. Yeah, it's impressive stat. I think you yeah. still got to talk about Eric Boone because of how valuable he's been to Brown Nation. Mm-hmm. So those guys are really my top, you know, group of guys. I just think it's Trayvon. I really, I really do want to say that. I think my pick would be Trayvon right now. If I had to pick right now, I would probably. Go okay. Do you, do you have a front runner for Miss Basketball? Um, before we go there, I want to kind of 
talk about. I want to make sure I get her last name right. Taylor yeah. Close is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a brother, Dan. Taylor and Tanner. They play at Campbell County. Her brother's yeah. really her brother's really good too. So. Yeah, well, Taylor broke the all-time scoring record at Campbell County for boys or girls. Right. So she obviously can ball. Yeah. And, and we also, speaking of that, you know, Kobe Penny out of Anderson County broke the boys' all-time scoring record at Anderson. He broke yes. his brother CJ's record. So that's another record we had this week. I couldn't Congrats remember his brother, days. his older brother's name when I tweeted that he CJ. broke the record. CJ. Yeah, CJ, yeah. who was a really good player. I got to coach him at 10. He was really good. I remember seeing him play and just knowing he was. Yeah, they went to a tournament. They played Elliott County one of those years and mm-hmm. played tournaments. So, so um, those are those are kind of. I, I'm on the. I mean, Taylor's a senior, right? So I'm kind of. That's who your pick is. I don't think it's even going to be close. I think it was. I think it was decided before the first ball was thrown up this year. <laughs> so who did you think it was? Sagan Robbins from okay. Mercer County. Yeah. I mean, she's. Well, Going to U of L, MVP, and that matters. Yeah, and they're going to be back in the state tournament, and they're probably depending. You know, you saw the draw. That's a pretty tough draw. So for them, they I think they have to play Sacred. I mean, Sacred Heart beat them obviously in that seventh and the twelfth. Or did they draw each other first round? Do you have the girls bracket on you? Um, I do. Let me let me pull it up. We probably should talk about the girls bracket loosely if we can, but um. You know, I'm with you. I think that she has a, you know, a clear shot of winning it too. I I hope that Taylor makes a pretty good run at it because being the all-time scorer, boys or girls at your school is pretty legit. But um, as we've seen in in previous years, scoring doesn't always matter. It's kind of about a combination of things. You know, mm-hmm. where you're going, what you've done, you know, all that stuff. I think uh, you got, yeah, you got the draw. I do. I got. Who the twelfth draw and the girls? The twelfth got the first. So and then where's the seventh at? The seventh got the eleventh. Are they are the twelfth and the seventh close to each other? No. Okay. Well the twelfth is the first, that's right, because you've got Murray in the first who is the all A state champion. Twelfth and the seventh means, are on opposite sides of the bracket. Right. So. so hopefully, you know, in a perfect world. But um mm-hmm. but anyway, I think you talk about girls, you talk about you talk about Sagan Robbins, you talk about close. Mm-hmm. And you talk about Blair Green at Harlan County. You know, she's going yeah. to the day. She's had a really good year. Um, I think it's those three. Um, mm-hmm. I think the girl at Sacred Heart, um, Grace Berger, yes. she was going to Indiana. She's really good. She's a really good defensive player, too. So I think it's one of those four. You know, there's some girls at Mayo and Butler that are really good, too, like always. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's Sagan Robbins to lose. Um, I'm, I'm with you. And, and quickly, since we took so much time with the boys' section tournament, we'll just. I'll just list who drew who in the girls' state tournament. That way you guys are kind of aware of who's playing who. Um, the 15th got the 3rd, 1st got the 12th, 10th got the 13th, 5th got the 4th, ninth and 8th, which happens a lot, 6th um, and 14th, 16th and 2nd, 11th and 7th. So I think you're going to see some pretty good matchups at the girls' state tournament. Um, I was talking to Shelby Valley's coach, and he said that he thought that this was going to be one of the best state tournaments for girls that, that – you could see. So if you could get there, sure. Okay. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. I always I go to both every year. I go to the state boys and yeah. girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like enjoy. It. I enjoy. It. I wish it was still WKU, but yeah. Northern Northern's a good um, facility. They have a nice facility, they have a nice area there. So that's a good place. To I'm really to. of the camp of wanting to see it at Rep for both teams, for both girls and boys. Yeah. I don't know. I just like it. I like Lexington. I can't help it. So. You know, that's just a personal feeling. I don't I don't really think logistically it would make a difference. 
but I just think it would be good. I don't, I don't know. That's just me. Um, so we've got our Mr. and Miss Basketball kind of predictions. Not really. We're not saying that Trevor, that Trevor Faulkner and Stephen Robbins are lockdowns, but that's kind of your clear. And you know what would be? It'd be interesting if that was the way it went. You would have a Mr. and Miss Basketball from the same school. Yeah, that. Would, they're both at Mercer, so. That would be killer. How? Be, yeah. How proud would uh, would Mercer be for that one? Um, I want to actually great. talk about a feel good story from Christian County. It's kind of went viral. Um, yeah, it's, I saw Sports Illustrated even mentioned this. Yes, so. they had. Um, Christian County High School has a senior, Ladiria Gold, and if I pronounce anybody's name wrong, I'm sorry. She it was senior night for her. She I, I guess helps in the SMD unit at um, Christian County. Mm-hmm. So she and Christian Shouse got to be really good friends. Christian is um she's autistic and part of her part of Ladiria's senior night she wanted Christian to you know dress varsity and be able to play in a game with her. She ran out with her on senior night. Uh Christian County got the tip. They gave the ball to Christian and Ladiria walked down and tried to you know kind of help her out. Christian shot a shot. I want to say she was at least 20 foot away and hit the shot. Stroked it. Stroke. I mean, nothing but net. And she just, the thrill on her face was the most amazing moment. I mean, Traveling I got all, wild. Yes, I got all in my feelings over it. You know, it just was the greatest moment I've seen this year. I'm all about inclusion. I love unified sports. I I'm a major supporter of this type of thing happening, and it teaches kids to accept others even if they're different. And I want to just thank Ladiria for kind of being a pioneer of things like this and know that you made Christian's Day and it it will never – nothing will ever top it. So that was, that was a neat – that was a neat moment. It was. Um, and I'm glad that we have things like that. I think it shows that um, – Me too. I mean, I'm not getting chills talking there's, about it. Because there's still some good – there's still some good people around in the world. There are. For all the I, bad things that are talked about on a daily basis when you turn the news on, yes. there is still some good people out there. And we um, we so often kind of discount this generation, this, these millennials, as if they are entitled and they're – uncaring and selfish and just worried about their phones and social media and all that stuff. And then you have people like Ladiria Gold, whose best friend is Christian Schaus, somebody completely different than her, mm-hmm. it, and she still loves her just the same. So to me, that's just awesome. I'm just, yeah. you know, I, I love it. It was my favorite moment of the week. So. Right. I agree. I, that's, a, that's all, it was awesome. So big shout out for that. Mm-hmm. And thank you for letting letting us have that moment. And Chris Young is the one that wrote the story, so mm-hmm. thanks thanks to him for sharing the video and making um, sure, making sure everybody knows about it. So I want to talk about you said Chris Young. We talked about Chris Young as one of our guys in Western mm-hmm. Kentucky that tweets mm-hmm. stuff out. Um, there's a guy that covers mostly the first region. His name's Mike Stinson. Um, he's in the Paducah area, so check him out. Um, I love Mike Stinson. Evan Dennison is a good resource for me too. Um, uh, he's a 10th region guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's a Northern Kentucky area too, but, um, you know, there's some guys, you know, check them out. You know, obviously we know Jason Frakes covers a little area and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you've got If you're kind of looking towards Eastern northeastern Kentucky, Kentucky, you've got Zach Clemmy. You know, yeah, with that. He's with that on paper, yeah. Yep. Um, you got a lot of good resources, you know, even though we're kind of a one-stop to find out about, you know, the whole state. We're just giving you a snapshot. So if there's somebody you're focused on, 
completely, then of course you're going to want to kind of go in that direction specifically. Like if you want to follow Ashland Paul Blazer, then you're going to want to kind of follow Ashland Daily Independent staff, um, you know, on their coverage. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of you got to specialize at that point. But we're going to try and give you statewide coverage for the high yeah. points every week. Right. Um, no doubt. Yes. You wanted to talk about some games to watch. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got some, obviously, in my area, I look at the schedule. Um, Lafayette and Bryan Station play this week, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a big, you know, two teams in the 11th that have a chance um, to really, you know, make a difference or win it, maybe come out and give Scott County a run. Um, and then we go back to Lexington Christian. You know, they played Lafayette last week, and we talked about how those were, it was a big district seeding game for them. Mm-hmm. And then this week they have to play – they host Lexington Catholic. And then, you know, they, they still have – LCA – I'm going to read you. LCA has five games left on the schedule. Okay. This, this is their game. They go to Tate's Creek, which they'll beat the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Then they go – they host Lexington Catholic. That should be a pretty good game, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Catholic beat them – in a close game the first time, but mm-hmm. it was a while ago. I think it was before, either right, right after Christmas or right before. And then they go, they finish the season out on the road. The last week of the season, they go to Lafayette, to Bryan Station, and to Trinity. That's pretty good. That's, <laughs> so, that's, it's going to be a real LCA, LCA's got has got some interesting games coming up, um, mm-hmm. so keep them on the radar um, in the 11th. And you know, Scott County, I don't think they have anybody that's really going to challenge them the rest of the way. Um, we talked about Louisville. You know, Trinity will obviously be playing. We talked about we'll be playing LCA, and Trinity always will play um, one of the tougher schedules in the state. Let me see what they've got this week coming up. So Trinity has got, um, you know, they go to Lafayette. And so that'll be a good game. You know, Trinity goes to Lafayette, so that'll be another one that's pretty good. Um, that'll, that'll be a good battle. What do you got down the Eastern Kentucky? Anything sticks out? We played a lot of our district games this week, and it was like in the in the 57th was a roller coaster this week. So we had we had a lot of major major games already happening. So I think everybody, yeah, I think everybody's finished seeding the district. So you're not going to see any like fantastic matchups from here forward. We're kind of we're kind of done a lockdown. Um, last week, you know, McGoffin County beat Johnson Central. Then Johnson Central turned around and beat Shelton Clark, and Shelton Clark had beat McGoffin by thirty. So it's just kind of right. been been some nonsense out out this way. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> but yeah, everybody is pretty much seated. I want to say in the fifteenth region. I don't know oh, about the fourteenth. Speaking, sure. speaking of seating, we did have. We talked about state tournament draw. I know that the districts that had to draw with Drew this week as well. Yes. So um, I know Pendleton County, Drew Robertson County, mm-hmm. Harrison County, Drew Nicholas in that district. Um, I don't Mason, know who Drew for the 20th, the 39th, the 44th, or the 54th, though. So uh, 44th hasn't had theirs yet. That's model okay. rich. That's model Berea. So they're not finished Madison, up yet. So they haven't done theirs yet. Um, Mason County drew Augusta. And I think that's right. Did Mason County draw Augusta and St. Pat drew Bracken? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right in that region. Yeah. So, in that district, I mean. So, um, I think there's still some other ones, though, that need to be drawn. I know the 44th hasn't drawn yet. So. I don't know if the 54th has either. They may they may not be done. Um, 
about that, the 38th district also voted to go to seating to go to seating after next year. Thank you, people in the 38th for having consent. I'm I'm so excited about that. We've only got four left that that draw. So, you know, I I hope that everybody follows suit and just kind of makes a push to get this seating done. It's just really, to me, district seating is so important. I can't really explain why. I've talked about it before. I just think you get your best teams and your best matchups if you um, if you seed for your district. That's kind of the foundation. That's kind of the foundation of a good tournament. So, good news there. Thirty eight kind of we had we had five. Now we're down to four. Thirty eight voted to stop drawing. So, I do want to mention that, unfortunately, at least unfortunately in my eyes. <laughs> We did clear and pass that there will be a 2A state tournament now. Yeah. So congratulations, everybody gets a trophy. It's coming, boys. It's coming. So I wish that it wouldn't have happened. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And unfortunately, I don't get to make any of those decisions. I don't either. You and I aren't important enough to... to oh, I'm important. No, 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 no. I'm important. Oh, are you? Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Because I think that, I think we've covered everything we talked about. Um, we we did, Mister Miss. I do want I want to say I want to give maybe a preview for something I think we need to discuss next week, and maybe okay. we can get some feedback from people. Um, and this is kind of something that your your buddy over there that does the um, Twitter for the 15th Region Zone. Yeah. He tweeted this out a couple of weeks ago about do we think that social media and the closeness of being able to connect with people has ruined rivalries. Yeah. You know, and I think that's an interesting topic, and I have some I have some interesting thoughts on that. Okay. Um, so that's something that I want to talk about next week. I think, you know, talk to, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. I think it, we know, can we even, of, let's put up a poll. Well, let's give him credit. Let's okay, give, I mean, sure. Know, I mean, um, I, I know Cody, I know Josh, and, and Logan. There, there's three guys that were in that. So right. I know they got, they got a lot of feedback from that, the, the people that follow them in that area. Yeah. But I think, you know, on a statewide level, I think it would be great to extend it out and talk about what people think on the statewide level. Because I have my opinions. You know, I um, there are teams that I will go to my grave disliking. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, Me too, but, but, I, won't, but I won't say which ones. But yeah. Well, I will. I will say them next week. We know you will. <laughs> next week I will call teams out that I don't like. We haven't talked about our player of the week. We haven't talked about um, what's made you mad this week. No, we talked about what made me mad. We talked about people getting upset about computer rankings. Oh, yeah. That's okay. what makes oh, me so, mad. That, so that's what makes me mad. crying. Anyway, okay. my player of the week. Yes, your John's player of the week. You're going to agree with me because you're on the bandwagon. Am I? My player of the week from Scott County High School, Michael Moreno. I'm going to give you some stats for Michael Moreno this week. Against Brown Station, 28 points, 18 rebounds. Ooh, and a, double, double. And a win. Against Henry Clay, 30 points, 12 rebounds, 6 blocks. And a win. And then in a 25-point win over the always favorite John Harden Bulldogs of Caleb Moore, <laughs> of Caleb Andrews, he finished with 15 and 10 in limited action because they were up so big. So, Michael Moreno, congratulations, young man. You are the player of the week because you had crazy numbers and three Ws. 
and you play two ranked teams. Because as everybody knows, wins matter to John. You get triple double, he's not even gonna look at you unless you got that W. That's right. Um, um, do you got any, any shout-outs, John? Oh, of course I've got shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to my friend at LaRue for hating on me all week because I wouldn't talk about nothing because they think I hate LaRue. <laughs> well, he's got his own segment now, so maybe maybe he'll appreciate it. No, I'm sure I'll get grief. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my group messages always, you know, um, you know, I, I, I did make a mistake last week. I, I talked about my friend that went official, and he was so big time that he worked in two regions. Yeah. This man actually works in three regions. That's how oh, big time man. he is. He is very um, big time. I do have a cryptic message to them. They will understand this. But if anybody, go to Gaddy's Buffet. The Gaddy <laughs> Buffet. The Mr. Gaddy's Buffet. They're big fans of that, specifically one person in particular. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I have a shout out to them. Also, like I want to thank you, them for listening every week because they seem to oh, be they're out. on me. I mean, how many times do you, you'll get a text from me tomorrow morning that'll have a screenshot from them? At eight o'clock in the them. morning. They're like, where's the podcast? Planning in the morning. I yeah, mean, really? Where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? Um, no, um, I also um, want to um, remind you all if there's something we missed as far as you know. Um, a record or something like that, you know, let us know. We'll tweet it out. We'll talk about it. I think we talked about a couple of people that joined, you know, that broke school scoring records this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure and let us know. Keep us up to date on that so that we can give the proper people credit for what they've accomplished. Um, you and know, if you ever feel like that we, like, take your information and don't give you enough credit, please let us know. We don't want to do that. We're not we're not those kind of people. So um, no. I I want to talk about um, – I know I, I talk about Coach Satembre, and I think that I pronounced his name right. He'll let me know later. talk about him all the time. But he actually – him and his Louisville Collegiate team, they surpassed 20 wins for the first time in collegiate history. So I, I think that deserves some props. Um, they're just having a great season for their enrollment size. I'm just impressed. Well, you know, we talked about the seventh region, and yeah. I think Coach, Coach Satembre would be the first one to say he knows realistically, you know, with a school their size, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't really have a chance to compete with Trinity and right. Ballard to win. And that's why the All-A meant so much to them and why, mm-hmm. why they really, really, really wanted to make, you know, the LIT. So, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, maybe they can get to the regional tournament. I don't really know how their districts lined up and stuff. I don't either. I think that they have a good chance because I think they battle it out no matter what. But, right. Um, but I just think that was a great accomplishment. He's in his first year as head coach, I think. Um, he is. I, I believe that's right. You know, he yeah. um, he's been an AAU coach, um, mm-hmm. and he's a Saint X product. So did I, I, um, I know his last name correctly? Right. I believe so. If, okay. If, if I did, if, if we didn't, you know, if you know, it's not personal. So listen, and even if I tried, like you know, this Eastern Kentucky stuff, it's just it, you know, it doesn't ever come out exactly the way my head wants it to. So you got that Southern twang. Um, so good, good for him. The twenty win season—that's that's good in anybody's book, I think, um, especially first time in school history. So, um, also, just want to kind of say, uh, congrats to Dante Allen. He got another offer, Division One, from um, Illinois State. That happened a couple of days ago. I think maybe yesterday, actually. So um, he's at Pendleton County. Kind of, kind of look out for him if if you're close by. Um, do you have anything else, John? You know, as always, tweet us, mention us, 
Let yes. us know what's going on. Check out the KHSA scoreboard mm-hmm. schedule, see who's playing where this week. Go check it out. Give us some topics to talk about. We gave you guys a little preview of what we were going to talk about next week with the uh, mm-hmm. with uh, rivalries and, you know. And we did not like do that. the where are they now segment this week because, like John said, we are – it's after midnight now and we're recording this. So we didn't really. Well, we, you know, I think everybody kind of knew we were going to talk about the state tournament. Yes, I mean, for sure. That's a big, that's a big important mm-hmm. thing. So we, you know, we, you know, people, we want to talk. If I could get on here and talk to you all for four hours about basketball, I would. He would. But, you know, but I, I won't let him. So, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've got to get some sleep at yes. some point in my life. So, for sure. you know. Okay. Now, um, next week. You know, give us some information on what you want us to talk about. If we're missing your kids and their accomplishments, you know, I tweet out our 1,000-point club, our 2,000-point club, our 3,000-point club. I like to hear about rebounds, too. And, you know, any any kind of, like, phenomenal stats, shoot them to us. Girls, boys, we want to hear it all. That way we can give your kids some coverage. And best of all, it's for free. So, oh, and your – do you have a top five, John? I do have a top I've always got a top five. <laughs> My take it to the bank top five. Okay. Because I don't vote with my heart, I vote with my head. All right. Number one, Scott County. Easy money. Okay. Scott County number one. Number two, Trinity. Ooh, okay. Number three, Covington Catholic. Number four, Butler. Ooh. You're only surprised. Okay, go ahead. And number five, I'm going to give the nod to the Madison Central Indians. Okay, you're going to be so impressed with me right now because one, John Harden's on the top five. Two, I've got Scott County, Cuscass, Trinity, Blair, and I had like I have marked out in Madison Central about 47 times on my paper. So I've got three that are tied for fifth for me. I think that's pretty solid. Ah, um, uh, thing is tied. I just couldn't pick one. Okay. I mean, I've really got A, B, C. You know who you else know. does ties? Who? Soccer? Oh, sorry. Don't hate on soccer. <laughs> I don't like soccer. Because <laughs> you're from Eastern Kentucky. Anyway, go ahead. That's not true. We have it here. We have soccer here, and we're actually okay at it. So. Oh, my gosh. I'm All right. That's my that. top five. Nobody, if they didn't play each other in the state tournament, nobody from the 13th through the 16th would advance in the state soccer tournament. Anyway, go ahead. Who's your I fifth? I hate you. Are you making me pick one out of three? No, you, you, LCA. Can, be, you can be your, you can be your, however you want. Put all three, but I had, I had that three, the little tripod of Butler, or I'm sorry, of Ballard, LCA, and Madison Central. I'm gonna give it to LCA. That way, you'll be happy. So Scott County, Cubcast, Trinity, Butler, and LCA. We'll see you next week on Bluegrass Basketball. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you later. See you.